Hi, Rebecca Shear here. Looking for more ways to circle round with us? Join the Circle Round Club and get all sorts of great perks, like a welcome box with Circle Round goodies, monthly newsletters, even ad-free episodes, and bonus bedtime stories. Support our public radio podcast and sign up now at wbur.org slash Club. Produced by the iLab at WBUR Boston. Hi, Rebecca Shear here. This week on Circle Round, we're bringing back a crowd favorite from season one. Whether this is your first time hearing this story, or your second, or your 42nd, we hope you'll enjoy it all the same. Do you have a favorite song? Or maybe there's a singer you especially like, or a musician? We all love listening to music, and part of the reason is how powerful it can be. Music can make you feel happy, right? or sad, or make you want to get up and dance. In today's story, we'll meet a harp player whose music was so inspiring, it shook the oceans. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today, our story is called Sadko and the Sea. In Russia, they've been sharing versions of this folktale for centuries. Some really great people came together to bring you this tale, including Max Greenfield and Lakshmi Singh. Grown-ups, you might recognize Max from the comedy New Girl on Fox, as well as the new FX original series, The Assassination of Gianni Versace. And if you're a public radio fan, you know Lakshmi Singh as a newscaster on NPR. So circle round, everyone, for Sadko and the Sea. If you travel to the country of Russia, you might visit a city called Novgorod. And within the city of Novgorod, you'll find a river. It's called the Volkov River, and it flows right through the middle of town. But once upon a time, the city of Novgorod had no rivers. It had lakes, including a wonderful crystal-clear body of water called Lake Ilmen. But the Volkov River, it didn't exist. Well, it didn't exist yet. This story is about how the Volkov River came to be. It all began with a man named Sadko. Everyone in Novgorod called him Sadko the Musician, because before Sadko's father breathed his last breath, he taught his son to play a wooden harp called a goosley. And by the time Sadko grew older, he could play the goosley more beautifully than anyone. Wealthy merchants in Novgorod knew Sadko the musician was the most gifted player around, so they hired him to play and sing at their celebrations and feasts. But as the evening wore on, the revelers would get so caught up in their partying, they wouldn't pay any attention to Sadko's music. (sighs) Well, I might as well keep playing. It's a paycheck after all, and I need to put bread in my belly. I just wish there were someone out there who truly appreciated the music that I bring to the world. Sadko was about to get his wish. You see, the day came when Sadko wasn't invited to play at any celebrations or feasts. Wow. I actually have the night off. I think I'll take my goosely down to Lake Ilmen and sing some songs. Just for me. So, he did. Sadko kept his goosely safe by wearing it on a rope around his neck. 
Clutching the rope and goosely tight to his chest, he made his way out to a rock by the shore of Lake Ilmen. As he watched the moon rise over the calm, clear water, he played and sang song after song. As he did, he noticed the waters of the lake were moving. First a ripple, then a swirl, and next thing he knew, frothy white waves were crashing against the rock where Sadko was sitting. That is weird. The, the more I play, the more the water rises and churns. I wonder what will happen if I play faster. As the tempo of Sadko's music sped up, so did the movement of the water. Soon, a great whirlpool formed in the middle of the lake. Out of the middle rose a man. A giant man, taller than the tallest steeple in Novgorod. Sadko. Sadko the musician. Is that you? Sadko saw the giant man had stormy gray eyes and a green wavy beard like seaweed flowing all the way to his waist. On his massive head was a crown made of starfish. Suddenly, Sadko realized who the giant man was. Oh my goodness, you are the Tsar of the sea, ruler of all bodies of water. You're, you're the king of everything, from oceans to lakes to rivers. <laughs> That's right, Sadko the musician. It is I, the Tsar of the sea, and tonight... My daughters and I traveled all the way from our palace under the Caspian Sea. We came to this lake, Lake Ilmen, to hold a feast for the water elves and fairies who live here. <laughs> and when you started playing, we got up and danced right there on the bottom of the lake. <laughs> and I tell you, never have you seen such dancing! <laughs> Sadko thought about how the waters had whirled and twirled as he played his goosely. It all made sense now. All the magical creatures at the bottom of the lake had been dancing to his music. Sadko bowed his head. Oh, Honorable Tsar, I am, I am so flattered that you enjoyed my playing. It is a pleasure to perform for those who truly appreciate music. Sadko, I see you are not rich in gold. But you are rich in something even better. Music! <laughs> and to show you how much I appreciate that, may I offer this reward? Sadko gasped as a sparkling gold net appeared on the rock beside him. Take this net, Sadko, and cast it into the waters of Lake Ilmen. Whatever you catch, that is my gift to you. Sadko stared at the net he could hardly speak. Oh, thank you, O Tsar of the Sea, thank you. The Tsar nodded and smiled. You are most welcome, Sadko. There is just one thing I ask in return. Anything for you, O Tsar of the Sea, anything. <laughs> All right. Promise me this, that you will come to my palace under the Caspian Sea and play for me and my daughters someday soon. Sadko could hardly believe his ears. After all his years of entertaining rowdy merchants, the thought of playing for royalty, royalty who appreciated music, made his head spin. Of course, Tsar of the Sea, of course. It would be my honor. Good. <laughs>
And with that, the czar of the sea slowly sank beneath the water and disappeared. Gosh, what was that a dream? Am I asleep? I, I can't be. The czar of the sea, I saw him with my own eyes. And this gold net, I am feeling it with my own fingers. I, I guess it wouldn't hurt to cast it into the lake. That's what the czar wanted me to do after all. So Sadko reached out and cast the net into the lake. Instantly, the net grew so heavy, Sadko had to use every muscle in his body to pull it back in. As soon as he dragged the net up onto the shore, he saw where all the weight had come from. A treasure chest! The treasure chest was wooden and bound in brass. And when Sadko pried it open, what do you think he found inside? That's right, treasure, sea treasure, every kind imaginable. Shimmering pearls, iridescent shells, twinkling aquamarine, a huge pile of treasure glimmering in the moonlight. Wow, with riches like these, I will never have to play at those merchants' rowdy feasts ever again. Hey, I know what I'll do. I'll become a merchant myself. I'm sure the Tsar of the Sea wouldn't mind if I sold one or two of these treasures and and bought myself a stall at the marketplace. (sighs) My days of worrying about putting bread in my belly are over. Sadko was about to close the chest and carry it away when one of the treasures caught his eye. It was a greenish-blue piece of aquamarine. It almost seemed to glow. Picking up the gemstone, Sadko noticed it had a familiar shape. Huh. A harp. It looks like a harp. Like a goosely. Sadko untied his goosely from the rope he wore around his neck and set the goosely down on the ground. He took the rope and wound it around the piece of glowing aquamarine, turning it into a necklace. Then he threw the glowing greenish-blue necklace into the greenish-blue water of the lake. This is for you, Tsar of the Sea. In thanks for the gift that you gave me, I will come back and play for you. I will. Now that Sadko the musician wants to become Sadko the merchant, what do you think will happen? Will he come back and play for the Tsar of the Sea? And what might happen if he doesn't? We'll find out after a quick break. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We've been looking for even more ways to circle round with superfans like you. And now we've got another one. The Circle Round Club. 
When you join the Circle Round Club, not only do you support the public radio station that makes Circle Round possible, but you can get all sorts of perks, including a welcome box with Circle Round goodies, weekly activity emails, monthly newsletters from me, Rebecca Shear, and early access to Circle Round events. You can also get bonus bedtime stories, behind-the-scenes videos, and ad-free episodes. Sign up now at wbr.org slash Club. Welcome back to Circle Round. I'm Rebecca Shear, and today our story is called Sadko and the Sea. When we left off, a humble musician named Sadko had received a chest of treasures from the Tsar of the Sea. The Tsar told Sadko that, in return, the musician must come back and play for his family in their palace beneath the Caspian Sea. And Sadko said he would. But first, he had a plan. He sold some of his sea treasures to buy a stall at the marketplace. Soon, he was so busy buying, selling, and trading, nobody called him Sadko the musician anymore. They now called him Sadko the merchant. Before long, he had purchased a ship and hired a crew and was sailing the seas to trade his goods in lands far, far away. One summer day, after a long voyage, Sadko was sailing back to Russia. As the ship glided across the Caspian Sea, Sadko decided to rest in his cabin. He was lying on his bed when something in the corner caught his eye. Ha! Huh. My harp! My gooseley! The gooseley was dusty and dirty after sitting neglected for so many years. Sadko couldn't remember the last time he'd even touched it. So he walked up to the deck of the ship and began to play. His fingers felt rusty at first, but soon they loosened up and the most beautiful music began to flow across the ship and out to sea. Sadko's crew gathered to watch and listen. The music was so sweet, it was like they were hypnotized. Then, all of a sudden, they felt a great bump. The ship had lurched to a stop right in the middle of the Caspian Sea. The crew stumbled to the ground. What is happening? Why aren't we moving? The captain scrambled to his feet and looked around. I don't know what's going on, sir. We're moving right on course. Our sails are filled with wind. We must have gone aground. But that's impossible. We are in the middle of the Caspian Sea. And these waters are deep. Well, we could put on more sails. Hear that, men? More sails! The masts of the ship groaned and bent, but still the ship did not budge. The crew looked at one another with frightened eyes. Some of the men began to tremble. Hey! Hey! What is everyone so scared about? The captain shrugged his shoulders. The crew, sir. They think it's the czar of the sea. They think he wants something from us. Now, you have to understand... Many years had gone by since Sadko had met the Tsar of the Sea and promised to come back and play for the Tsar and his daughters. In fact, by now, Sadko had forgotten all about that promise. Well, if the Tsar of the Sea wants something, let's give it to him. A chest of gold, perhaps? That, that, that's an offering fit for a king. So the crew took a chest filled with gold coins and tossed it into the sea. But still... The ship stayed motionless. So the Tsar of the Sea isn't satisfied by such riches, huh? Well, what could possibly be more rich than gold? 
That's when, all of a sudden, Sadko remembered the Tsar's words from so many years ago. Sadko, I see you are not rich in gold, but you are rich in something even better. Music! Of course. Without a word, Sadko grabbed his goosely and climbed onto the railing of the ship. Men, it is the Tsar of the Sea who stopped our ship, but he stopped it for me. He's reminding me that I have forgotten a promise that I made to him long, long ago. Now it is time for me to make good on that promise. And with that, he took a deep breath, leaped off the railing, and he and his goosling splashed into the sea. Immediately, the ship sprang forward and sailed swiftly back toward the harbor. Meanwhile, Sodko sank down, 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 past willowy fronds of seaweed, past brightly colored fish blowing bubbles. Miraculously, he found he was able to breathe underwater. When he reached the bottom of the Caspian Sea, he saw a grand palace. Sadko clutched his goosely as he entered a great hall. There, sitting high on a throne shimmering with shells, was the Tsar of the Sea, his long green beard waving gently in the water. Sadko of Novgorod. I was hoping I got your attention. <laughs> My daughters and I have waited a long time to hear you play your music in our palace under the sea. Sadko noticed that on either side of the Tsar sat many young women, all of them with seaweed-like hair and eyes that sparkled like jewels. Great Tsar, princesses, I'm sorry I did not come to you sooner. I let my quest for riches get the better of me. I forgot about the richest thing of all, music. So now I am here, and now... I will play. The Tsar smiled and rose from his throne. And I will dance! <laughs> Sadko started plucking a peaceful tune. The Tsar of the Sea swayed back and forth. This went on for a few minutes until... Faster! Play faster! So Sadko played faster... As the rhythm grew more frantic and furious, the Tsar of the Sea began to jump and twist around. Faster! Play as fast as you can! <laughs> Sadko was having so much trouble keeping up with the Tsar that soon he was playing out of tune. But the Tsar didn't notice. As he shook and shimmied, the water around him began to swirl faster and faster until up on the surface of the sea there rose a great storm. Waves crashed against the shore, and ships were tossed about. Excuse me, good Tsar. I think I should stop. My music, your dancing, were causing all kinds of tumult up on the... No! No! Keep playing! Faster! <laughs> Faster! <laughs> Sadko played so fast his fingers grew numb, but he kept on plucking. Soon, he felt a gentle touch on his shoulder... Still playing, he turned his head and saw one of the daughters of the Tsar. Oh, Sadko, my father's dancing will bring great destruction to the ships and cities of the Caspian Sea. I know, I know, but what can I do? Every time I try to stop, he orders me to keep going, and faster at that. I can't say no to the Tsar of the Sea. Listen to me, Sadko. You must break the strings of your goosely. Wait, break the strings of my... 
Are you serious? Serious as the storm raging above us right now. Break the strings of your goosley and tell my father you have to find new ones. Tell him you must return to the city of Novgorod to get them. And you think that he'll let me go? I know my father well. He will let you go, but only if you take one of his daughters with you. I must be that daughter. She began to walk away. Sadko called after her. How will I know whom to ask for? What is your name? The Tsar's daughter turned around. That was when Sadko noticed something familiar tied around her neck. It was a rope. And on that rope was a glowing greenish-blue piece of aquamarine shaped like a harp. My name is Volkova. Ask for me and all will be well. Sadko played for a minute longer. Then, one by one, he laid his fingers across the strings of his goosley. And, one by one, he broke them. Immediately, the czar of the sea stopped dancing. Though the waters became calm, the czar was anything but. In fact, he was furious. Shadko, why did you stop playing? Oh, um, great czar. The strings of my goosley are broken. I I must return to the city of Novgorod for new ones. The czar took a deep breath. He stroked his long, wavy beard. I see. Well, you may go. But you must bring one of my daughters with you. She will make sure you play for me again. (laughs) Come, choose which one. Sadko looked down the line of the czar's daughters. There. She is the one I choose. Volkova! (laughs) A very fine choice. Now go, you two. And fix those strings. Volkova led Sadko out of the great hall and into a small room. In it was a bed shaped like a clamshell. Sadko, you must stay here and rest. Then we will go together to Novgorod. Thank you, Volkova. I am rather exhausted after all of that playing. Oh, of course you are. But before you sleep, I must tell you... I have loved your songs ever since you played for our feast in Lake Ilmen. All the celebration we held with the water elves and the fairies. Your music is the most beautiful thing I've ever heard, Sadko. I hope you'll play for me always. Sadko was so touched by Volkova's words, he blushed. Volkova, that is so kind of you to... Oh, but wait, there's one more thing, Sadko. When I say I hope you will play for me always... It is not under the sea that you should play. Sadko was confused. Where is it then, if not under the sea? Volkova smiled. It is in the bright world above. And with that, she disappeared. Sadko drifted into a deep sleep. He couldn't tell whether minutes, hours, or days had gone by when he woke up again. As he lay on his back, he noticed he was no longer in the bed shaped like a clamshell. In fact, he was no longer in the palace of the Tsar of the Sea. Because instead of seeing rippling water, his eyes focused on something else entirely. The sky. That is the bright blue sky right above me. Where am I? Sadko sat up with a start. He looked to the right. He looked to the left. Could it be? Much to Sadko's surprise, he was sitting outside the walls of the city of Novgorod. And beside him flowed a river. But wait, 
Novgorod doesn't have a river. Making his way to the water's edge, Sadko saw the river was broad and deep. It flowed as if it had always been there. As he peered more deeply into the clear water, something caught his eye. A glowing flash of greenish-blue. It was the harp-shaped piece of aquamarine tied to Sadko's rope. Well, I'll be. (laughs) Volkova. You see, the Tsar's daughter, Volkova, she never returned to her father. She took all the waters that flooded when the Tsar danced up that raging storm, and she brought those waters together into a river. Her river. The Volkov. The Volkov flows into another river and then into the Caspian Sea, where the Tsar of the Sea lives in his grand palace. As for Sadko, he never went back to the Caspian Sea either. Instead, his merchant ship sailed up and down the Volkov River, while he sat on the deck and played his goosely. The Tsar of the Sea still was able to dance, but now he danced gently to sweet music he heard from far away, Sweet music that Sadko the musician played for the river who loved his songs. Now it's your turn. What's a song that you especially enjoy? Find a grown-up you like to have fun with and share your favorite song with them. You could play a recording or even sing it. Talk about why you like this song so much, why it inspires you. And if your grown-up doesn't know the song, maybe you can teach it to them and sing it together. Now that you've listened to Sadko and the Sea, we invite you to color it. Tell your grown-up to visit our website, wbur.org slash circle round, and click on the coloring pages link. There, you'll find Sabina Hahn's wonderful black and white pictures for this story, and all our stories. Print them out, then let your imagination run wild. And if you're up for it, we'd love to see what you color. Our email address is circleround at wbur.org. Special thanks to our actors this week, James Konachek, Tom Whaley, Lakshmi Singh, and Max Greenfield. Grown-ups, you can catch Max on the FX original series, The Assassination of Johnny Versace, American Crime Story. And you can hear Lakshmi Singh on your favorite public radio station, bringing you the news on NPR. Circle Round is a production of WBUR. Boston's NPR news station. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have a moment, please write us a review. It helps other people find Circle Round. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling round with us. <laughs>